and welcome to an episode of Melanated and Educated. I am your host, Destiny, and today we are going to be talking about the future. Okay, so the future is like my friend, but also my worst enemy, um, mainly because I feel like the future has kind of come too fast. And this is coming from the perspective of someone who has been running around like a chicken with its head cut off for the past several months. So it's almost May. And I, as soon as May starts, the first Monday of May, I have my first AP exam. And then I have two exams in the first week of May and then two exams in the second week of May. And then I have like my end of course finals. So I'm very excited to not, I'm not, I'm not excited. That was, I was supposed to, it was like a sarcasm thing, but I just can't even go through with it. I'm not excited for that at all. I don't, I, no, I'm a little bit. I'm like, a, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm in shock. I don't, I'm not in shock, but I'm just like kind of very, I don't know how to describe it, but the year is almost over. I'm a junior, which means I'm not going to be a rising senior anymore. I'm going to be a senior. They've been doing a countdown of the announcements like, oh, 20 days until school's over, like school days or whatever. And I'm freaking out a little bit because I'm just screaming in my mind. I'm not ready for senior year. And I'm not going to be the one who says like, oh, you know, like high school was the best years of my high school contained the best years of my life. I don't know if I would say any of that, but I will say like, I don't even know. Like my first full school year was my upperclassman year. I didn't, I just, I'm not, I don't feel like, I don't even know. I'm just kind of surprised. I don't know what to do with myself. And the fact that it's almost May and I almost have my exams, I don't even know what I've learned. Like, obviously I know I know things. I'm not going to say like, oh, I forgot everything. Like, I know everything that I've learned. Don't get me wrong. But to apply that all in on an AP exam, like, the whole concept of the AP exams is very, like, very stressful to me because I'm like, if I don't get enough credit, I'm going to have to pay several thousand dollars more and possibly put myself into debt. Like, when you think about it like that, like, what? No. No, I'm not good with that. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, so I'm kind of like, I, I'm like on edge about my exams. I think I'll do okay. Not okay. I think I'll do fine. I think I usually do pretty well on my exams and I'm not going to try to break that streak now. Um, hopefully I'll be able to exempt all my like class exams so I can just focus on like the end of course mandatory like AP exams and like the, the state exams or whatever. Um, but I am a little bit nervous about that, which has been messing with me. It's also the fact, like I said, that I'm going to be a senior soon and I don't even know what to do with that. I'm going to prom. Actually, the day this comes out, I'll be getting ready for prom. So that's weird. And I'm kind of, um, I don't know. It doesn't feel real because a lot of my friends who are juniors aren't going because they're all waiting until senior year to go to prom, which I totally respect. But it's just like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to go to prom. Like this is a major upperclassman thing. Like it just reminds me that I'm getting old and then it's just been like stressing me out. So I've been reading a lot. And then this book I just read talked about this girl who wanted to get the perfect prom date. Um, and it was a really cute book, actually. Um, it's called Better Than the Movies, I believe. Let me see. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yes, vocals, like, you're welcome. I know y'all missed me. It's called Better Than the Movies, and basically it's about this girl named Libby. And, well, her name is not Libby, but that's, like, her nickname. So I'm just going to call her that for the time being. There's Libby and there's Wes. So Libby is, like, this, like, I don't want to call her quirky because I feel like that's very, like, 
but like she's like this girl who like she's she likes vintage clothes and she loves rom-coms and it's not because she's a hopeless romantic but it's because her mother who passed was really like into rom-coms like she just loved them she would watch them all the time and her mom was like a screenwriter i'm pretty sure and so because of that like she wants to have like the perfect romantic comedy like prom so when she finds out that her old like crush from elementary school moved back to i think they live in nebraska moved back to nebraska from like texas she was like oh my god it's fate it's my senior year i'm about to go to prom and the guy who i thought was my soulmate has come back after like several years like this is fate this is a sign so she enlists the help of a guy she doesn't really like who's her next door neighbor wes and so they're like rivals kind of but it's rivals in the way where like she doesn't like him but he's like in love with her and he just bothers her to get her attention oh spoiler alert but i feel like i feel like that was kind of obvious but anyways yeah spoilers hello um so he's like she basically enlists his help because he's like a popular and like everyone likes him he's like a really good guy but she doesn't like him because he like used to terrorize her when they were kids but he didn't really terrorize her for real I think she was just being dramatic because the way they were describing stuff like I don't think he was really that mean to her like she made it seem like like not trying to downplay bullying but she made it seem like this man was really like bullying her all he did was like throw a leaf at her one time during fall time like he was not really torturing this girl like she made it seem like he he threw like a snowball at you and it's not like what I don't think I mean like was he annoying yes did he pester her yes did he mess with her hair yes however comma she made it seem like this boy was torturing her holding her arm against her back like he's <laughs> anyways Wes is my friend and he's not hurting nobody okay so she enlists his help because he's like everyone likes him everyone knows him he's like the cool guy but not like too mean about it so she's like look if you help me win over this guy i'll give you this parking spot that we always fight over they have this parking spot because they're next door neighbors i don't know if i mentioned that if i just said neighbor they're next door neighbors and they have like a parking spot in the street that they always try to steal from each other so like she's like i'll give you the parking spot for like let's just say a month i don't remember how long and he was like no you i do this and you give it to me forever and she's like you know what fine because i don't even know if you can do it so then they go on like the typical rom-com journey of like oh let's give you a makeover let's help you hang out let's say let's like let me talk her up and everything but while doing this first of all the guy who she's into his name is michael michael does not even like this girl michael likes um some other girl who libby doesn't like because she's popular and because she's really jealous of the relationship that the girl has with her mom because um obviously libby doesn't have a mom libby has a spe- libby has a stepmom but she has a complex relationship with her because she feels that if she lets her stepmom in then she'll be letting go of her mom and like replacing her and she doesn't want to do that and she feels really guilty about it so she kind of pushes her stepmom away and that's why she doesn't like the popular girl either because she's like oh she has a mom who loves her and writes her notes and you know she wrote her notes in elementary school and I always saw like the love mom at the bottom and it made me so upset and she everyone thinks she's so perfect but there's no way she's that perfect in real life like that just bothers me like she's just kind of jealous of what the girl has because she feels like that could have been me if my mom was still alive like so I mean I feel for her girl like I feel for her but basically she's like I want this guy to be my prom date I need your help to 
she's that's what she says to west and so west is like fine whatever i'll do it for the parking spot so they go on the journey makeover whatever whatever cute but they like accidentally start fake dating because michael the guy who libby likes he's like why are you guys always hanging out like oh and then he like talks to he talks to west on the side and he's like hey are you into her like i can help you out that little does he know west is only doing this to help her out to get with michael so it's like crazy crazy and of course michael likes the popular girl and so it's like and also michael is kind of like backhanded he doesn't even know it because like i said libby wears like she wears like these vintage dresses or whatever and he's like do you work at like a diner or something first of all i will be so humiliated he said why'd you come from the party why'd you come to the party in your uniform Oh, I would shake in my boots, pass out, faint, die. What? If someone... Oh, I would hurt. I would hurt deep down inside. And you know, one thing I've noticed in my life, this is a little bit off topic. Like, Libby is, like, who I thought I was going to be in high school. Because in middle school, I wore, like, really cute kind of... Like, I I had, like, a... I was really, really into, like, retro dresses. Like, the retro A-line dresses with the polka dot. Like, I was obsessed with, like, that housewife-type dress. Like, I wanted a billion of them, and I wanted them now. All my dresses, like, that I went to dances in were, like, that A-line with that special, like, neck. Like, I loved those dresses. And now, it's like, I don't know. I I get bored with myself because I feel like I wear, like, the same stuff sometimes. And it's not because I'm not trying, like don't get me wrong i'm never like dang like she don't even care about her looks like not that there's anything wrong with not caring about your looks because there are other things to worry about for real for real like don't don't just focus on your looks because you got to focus on yourself but sometimes i feel like i'm a little boring like i need to switch up my life and i feel like i've gotten into like this route of being very very comfortable and doing what i'm doing which is what has actually been prompting me to change things which is actually the reason why i didn't release an episode last week it's a whole mess because i was like I've been doing a lot y'all like I've been trying to just boost myself because I basically celebrate or I don't know if I say celebrate I practice Lent and basically Lent you can like give something up or you like give back to someone in order to be closer to your religion and so I gave up like basically I tried to give up self-sabotage which is a really hard like abstract thing to give up but in the way I did it was basically like I'm gonna stop self-doubting as much like if I see an opportunity that I'm interested in I'm just gonna go for it I'm just gonna try and I mean I did I but see what that led me to do was I was so busy because there were all these interesting things that I never would have put myself out there to do and now I'm trying to do them because I had never done them before and so like I mean I did them but it's like oh my gosh like now i'm just so stressed and now that they're all over thank goodness i'm just i've just been burnt out which is why i didn't get to release an episode last week which i'm sorry about but it also means that i got to read lots of books so i can talk about the books and so yeah but like i was saying i'm sorry that was like the worst segue back to the story but it's okay um so libby has like this unique style and he was like you work a diner like i was first of all humiliated humiliated what that's why I talk about that because I remember one time, I don't know what I was wearing. I was in middle school because I was like, I, 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 I think I've toned down a bit since high school. I think I'm about to be full force in college though because I just love dressing crazy. Like I used to wear like tutus in middle school and like I used to not care at all. Like in high school, I would be terrified that someone would judge me. Girl, if you don't put that little pink skirt on with the little tool, like girl, stop. 
I need to be, I need to go back to her. Like she, she wore bright orange pants and she was happy with that. Who's out here in in the world wearing bright orange pants? I don't understand, but that's where Libby comes in. Cause Libby's kind of like my soul sister because she's like me in middle school and who I'm trying to be again, because no, you know, what I think it's so funny. People are like heal your inner child. I'm sorry. No, some people don't need to be healing jack. Because when y'all say that, you just mean you want a lollipop. Some people have really deep-rooted trauma, and they need to heal their inner child. Other people are like, oh, my mom didn't let me get a little pony when I was a child. So now, I make sure I buy three ponies a year. That is not healing your inner child. That is being petty, but it's besides the point. It's besides the point. I done lost the whole plot of the movie, okay? That's, that's besides the point. The point is, Libby changed herself. She didn't even like it for real. She changed herself for Michael, thanks to the help of Wes. She wasn't happy. She didn't like it. She pressed her hair and everything. Also, this is my headcanon. This is not fact. But I feel like Libby... Okay, I don't know if I've... I think I've referred to this before. Like, I don't even know. I make Pinterest boards for the books that I read. And so in my Pinterest board, Libby is definitely a black girl with red hair. Because they keep saying she's a red hair. They didn't say she was ginger, Okay like there's a difference is there no i'm just being technical because i saw this really pretty girl who had red hair and brown skin and i'm like how can i pass up on this opportunity i just can't oh i might make a little edit of that soon that might be cute to post on my instagram but yeah so where was i yes so she like literally straightens her hair for this boy she puts on jeans for this boy Oh, she starts wearing sneakers. She always wears heels and red lipstick. Oh my gosh. She's like the cutest little like pinup vintage girl. Um, West buys her a pair of chucks and she doesn't even like chucks, but she cherishes them. And that's my first flag. Of course you like him. If you, if... she's not smart. That's all I need to say, guys. She's not smart. She cannot pick up clues for the life of her. How are you in love with rom-coms and you can't see the clear signs of enemies to lovers, childhood friends to lovers? Hello? hello you need to pay attention read the signs read the signs i don't even if we need to practice literacy just say that just say that because i don't understand if every single sign is in front of you that this boy likes you why are you pushing so hard but the answer is because she just wants to she's basically like living out a fantasy of what she thinks her mom would want her life to be like. Like, she's not doing this to make herself happy. Because she soon realizes she doesn't really like Michael like she thought she did. And she does end up liking Wes. But she feels like she, her mom would like Michael more. So she goes for Michael anyways. And she does these things because she feels her mom would do them. And she lets her mom control her life. Even though that's not what her mom would have wanted at all. And so people have to confront her about this. Because she is still grieving. And of course, grief is never something that really stops. I think, from my personal experience. And so you just have to keep going. But the thing is, it can really affect how you think about everything. And so it affects how she sees herself, how she sees her actions. And it makes her do things that, honestly, if she hadn't lost her mom, she probably wouldn't do. Because her mom liked rom-coms, sure. But her mom did not want her to become, like, a main character of a rom-com. Her, her, your, your life is never going to be a movie. I'm saying that to Libby. I'm not saying that to you. That's not an attack on you. Live your best life, bestie. But I'm just saying, like... And I think that's a reflection of like, if you have a lot of expectations of what people you think they might think about you, you're going to limit yourself so much. Like if you think, I have, I've had this problem that I could talk about before, like with my like therapist, because I would be like, oh, I didn't do something because I thought my mom would be disappointed in me. If someone doesn't say those words to you, then don't expect it to be true. 
I'm just going to say that. Do not put words in other people's mouths. Do not put expectations of yourself on other people to give to you. Let yourself live. Let yourself breathe. That's a big, big takeaway from this book. I really like this book. It refer it like referenced some of my favorite rom-coms. Did it? No, it didn't actually. My favorite rom-com of all time. Mm. Okay, I don't know if I save all time, but my favorite like go-to classic, I love it. 13 going on 30. It was one of the first rom-coms I ever saw. It speaks to everything in me. I love the sleepover scene. I love that whole movie. That movie is just mwah, mwah, mwah. chef's kiss. I love 13 going on 30. Um, I also love Two All the Boys I Love Before. I feel like it's a really good like modern rom-com because I feel like I need more like classics. And I don't mean like 2000s classics. I mean like I need more classic rom-coms now. Like in the future, they'll be considered classics. And I feel like Two All the Boys I Love Before, one hit those boxes. Of course, it was stereotypical. It followed the formula of a rom-com. And I love it for that. It's everything I needed in life. And that's what I want to keep seeing. Like I don't want... Listen, listen. I like a bad movie as good as the next girl. However, comma... You could never tell me the kissing booth was going to become a classic. You could never tell me that tall girl was going to become a classic. You know what rom-com I'm really looking forward to, though? I'm looking forward to Crush on Hulu. I think that'll be cute. Um, It has uh people that I like. I just don't even know their names. I just know I like their faces and I've seen their stuff before. So I'm going to watch that. Looking out for that. Excited for that. Oh, it also has my bestie from Every Which Way. I don't know if anyone remembers Every Which Way. I feel like you probably do. Every Which Way was my show. I cast first of all let me let me not think let me not sing the theme song but I will say this that theme song hit I loved I was enthralled every single time see the miniseries on Nick kind of hit because every which way Talia's Kitchen make it pop make it pop was my jam oh ah that's my song like that was my stuff man like make it pop we're about to we're about to blow until we drop like already ready to go no you could never tell me you could never tell me that they were gonna go out of style makeup pop was my that was my song that was my song that was my show like yeah yes the answer is yes but yeah like i don't even know what i was talking about bro i just know like nick kind of ate with the miniseries you know what other miniseries i liked i don't know if it was on nick or disney it was like one of them it was like in a different country, but it was like on one of those shows. It was that one and that girl had like a tapestry. I think they were British. And so she had like this tapestry and she was like weaving the future. And you could like try to change the past and weave everything through. It was actually interesting. I don't remember what it's on. Remember, oh, it was on Disney because it was on Disney Plus. I don't remember what it was called. Remember this girl tried to like change the legacies of people around her to stop them from getting hurt. But she ended up indirectly changing things in the tapestry, which ruined everything. It was like really interesting. I don't know anything about that anymore. But I just remember that. But yeah, like the miniseries on Nick and Disney kind of hit more than like the regular shows. In my opinion, at sometimes, especially for Nickelodeon. Like I did not watch Nickelodeon shows after like iCarly. You know, I used to really love Zoe 101 and I didn't even know why. Like there wasn't like, I don't know. I used to be obsessed with Zoe 101. Like when I went to my grandma, my grandparents house and my great grandparents house, that was all I wanted to watch ever. I don't even know. I just, I just remember loving it so much. But yeah, I really am excited for more, like I said, rom-coms to come out. That's what I was going through. I need, I'm really, really excited to see like more leads, just like more young leads that are people of color. And of course, um, don't get on me for this because Never Have I Ever is definitely not a rom-com. It's definitely like a drama 
and coming of age but i do love that it's like this young brown girl finding her place in the world finding her place in her family and also finding herself falling in love falling out of love making mistakes being messy because davy is messy as i don't know what but the thing is i feel like i'm really really excited for the way things are going even if it's not like people who look like me because i really need that in my life right now i'm not gonna lie to you like marcy martin please book a teen rom-com role you know what? i'll even take like it don't have to be a rom-com. If it's got a little calm in it, a little rom in it, I'ma take it. Marcy Martin, booked and busy win, claiming this energy, I need it. However, I just really like seeing like more young girls of color have their stories be told. I think that's very, very important. And that's why I love books now. Like, not now. I've always loved books. That's why I love books so much because you can kind of see how like how the media has kind of changed like versus tv sometimes it's really hard to see people who look like you just because it's like i don't know how i'm going to describe this because i feel like they're both really hard industries to break into however comma i feel like with media you're it's just different like media as in like tv books i feel like it's easier to find like indie versus like mainstream is mainstream you know what i mean but I feel like for mainstream books, I don't even know. I feel like TikTok has really changed the way people read books and um, I guess find out about books in the first place, which has really changed how many people of color we see, which is really exciting, actually, because I've gotten a lot of recommendations about books with leads of color that way. I just I love that. Um, and um, Better Than the Movies isn't actually like canon person of color. But like I said, my Pinterest board says otherwise. I love making Pinterest boards for books. I feel like it's so calming. It's so soothing. Pinterest is one of my favorite apps ever. Like, I don't know if people get that vibe from me because my best friends know, like, I'm a Pinterest girl at heart. Like, if you told me I could only have one social media for the rest of my life, I'd probably pick Pinterest because I just, it brings me peace. It really does. I just love Pinterest. But let me not get off topic too much. I make Pinterest boards for all my stuff. And usually, I think I talked about this before, I've realized, like, if you perceive every single character as white, because your brain is programmed to do so many times, like, I'm getting about this all the wrong way. I feel like when I read books a long, long time, I would just see all these white char- white main characters and never see myself. And so I had to make those spaces for myself. And if, obviously this means, like, finding books written by people who look like you for people who look like you. But it also means not being afraid to break out of the standard. Like, if they don't directly say blonde hair, blue eyes, you don't have to worry about that. And even if they do, that girl could have some color contacts and, and a lace front. I do not care. Like, you really have to make yourself feel comfortable with what you're reading. Unless it's like CRT, then you don't need to be comfortable. You need to learn. Because we were talking about this in history today. We were talking about critical race theory and how I got like this, like all these laws in my state now. It's really crazy. Like how are you going to, if we have U.S. history, especially living in the South, how are you going to block, how are you going to block critical race? Okay. Okay. Ellipses. Because that'll make no type of sense. But let me not get too off topic. I just think that's very peculiar every story needs to be told in history and fiction nonfiction, etc like in science everything like there are so many people of color who have made great contributions to the world in every single way and sometimes they get slept on especially if they're women or non-male like don't even don't even get me started and i like how it's supposed to be about the future and i got a little bit off topic but the whole point of me talking about better than movies in the first place was me talking about how this girl had this big idea of prom and what she wanted her future to be but she was scared to leave home because fat mood i don't even know what i'm gonna do because i have been saying for the longest time i really doubt i'm gonna stay in state for school like my college list doesn't even have like a school in state like i don't even know 
what my safeties are because you know you're supposed to have like a safety school a target school and a reach school i have schools that i'm pretty sure like 99 percent sure i'll get into don't get me wrong like, those are my safeties but if none of them are in state it's like no matter what i'm not gonna have a safety net which is kind of scary but very very exciting because i want to leave home just because i've been in the same state my entire life i've moved around but not really like far out well i did when i was really young and i don't remember that i for the most part i've moved like within my county within my city i haven't had to change friends that much and going out of state with knowing a lot of my friends are staying in state is very very scary finding out that i'm gonna be a senior soon is very very scary because now i'm realizing i have to get my life together i have to keep finding scholarships because the scholarships i've found so far are far and few between like i feel like it's low-key hard like i was really on my grind like a couple months ago like my news resolution actually was to find like two scholarships a month and i have been slacking because some of these scholarships really require a lot and like i'm not mad at it because obviously you need to know that you have a good recipient whatever whatever however come it's a lot of work and i just i don't have time sometimes especially second semester second semester has been so hectic for me like i said i've been trying to try all these new things and find myself and figure out what I want in life and do all of these things and it's like it's crazy I don't even know how to describe it like it's just like so much going on at all times which I've put on myself and I think that's also one thing I've realized like it's okay to go out your comfort zone but know when you need to reel it in know when it's enough is enough because there's something very interesting about you're trying to go out your comfort zone so much that you exhaust yourself don't do that because I did that I was burnt out it was terrible and like I'm just now kind of getting over it and even now I'm still like like I it was bad for me it was bad for your girl like I think sometimes you need to go like instead of going like 100 feet out of your comfort zone do like a, a, a meter a yard and then start branching out from there because your comfort zone is going to expand the more stuff you do but don't put yourself on the defense if you can't swim i can't swim like no life is no nothing just drowning like it's crazy but i mean after exams it will be smooth sailing because it will literally be summer that's very nerve-wracking too because again summer means literally the end of junior year the start of senior year the start of writing essay after essay after essay. I already started writing some of my college essays. I don't know how I feel about them. I don't even know what's going on in my life. Like, I need to make a college list, a legit college list, because I have a college list, but I just want to reanalyze it. And I need to figure out how many colleges I'm going to apply to, because some people apply to like three. Could not be me. Some people apply to like 20. I don't even know. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And like I said, decision day was today. So I'm seeing like all these seniors that I know go to like, brown columbia emory like y'all are set and i don't want to be nosy and be like what were your grades but like what were your grades because help a sister out let me know what i need to do um i mean i think i don't even know i don't even know what i'm reaching for like see here's my thing my passions pull me in very like two very different directions too because i've talked about this before on other people's podcasts when i like network and everything and that's really fun by the way if you want to collab let me know but but like 
I really like bioengineering and biomedical sciences. I think they're very interesting. My research projects have been on that. And they've also been focused in environmental. So like biology is kind of my bestie, right? But I'm also, I, I talk about this a lot. I'm very interested in media studies, reading, writing, how people perceive books, movies, etc. Like I would love to work in media studies, but I would also love to be a bioengineer. And so I feel like that's really like two very different things like and I don't want to be like a scientific writer either like I might figure that out and be like wow I love this actually because I've never done it before so you never know if you haven't done it you might not like it you might you never know however comma I just feel like I don't know what I want to do because when you have two separate interests and like obviously sometimes it's like which one pays more like which one will keep you more stable because if you work in like media then you're not set you don't like you're just here to struggle, starving artist, you know, like work your way from the bottom. I think I could do it, but it's just like, can I? It's like self-doubt, but also like so much confidence in yourself to think about it in the first place. It's like a whole mess. And so then when I think about the future, I think about my plans for the future and where I want to go. It's like, I want to do these things. I want to branch out. I want to go away because I know what I want to do. But can I do it? Can I achieve these goals? Am I dreaming too big? Am I reaching too far? And then it's like, can you ever dream big enough? Like, are you dreaming too big or are you just doubting yourself? You know, so then it's like, you have to think about yourself and like really dig deep, soul search, etc. And I'm like, I don't even know. Like, mm. so yeah, life has been kind of crazy because everything's going on, branching out, etc. Trying to figure out my life, figure out my resume, Pick up my research project for next year. Ugh. It's just a mess. But books have been keeping me company. Books have been keeping me sane. So far this year, I've read 53 books. Um, and that's as of, I think it's April 29th. Yeah, as of April 29th, because this comes out on the 30th. That is, I don't even know. I mean, it's not like that many books, but it's also like, I was my goal was to read a book a week. Which means I've already exceeded my limit because my my goal was to read 52 books this year. This year, this total year. And I think that's something about my mental state because how have you had the time to do this? Wh when were you sleeping? It's just so concerning, but I love books so much. And I'm going to give you some of my top books so far of the year because I, I read some masterpieces, if you will. So we're going to go in order. Mm, no, I'm looking over. Okay, Marriage Game, eight, loved it. Eight, Chef's Kiss. Um, oh, The Dating Plan too. Those are in the same series. I talked about them. I love them. The Singles Table could go somewhere because I did not like that book that much. But if they were a duology, Dating Plan and Marriage Game would have eight. Loved those books for real. Um, so I would give them like a five out of five. And then you disturb each other. Five out of five. Oh my gosh. Sarah Hogle, eight. And then she ate again with twice shy. That book, <laughs> chef's kiss, okay? Sarah Hogle was in her bag, okay? Period. And then, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that book is. I literally read that book this year. I have no clue what that book is. That's really interesting, actually. I'm gonna have to look that up after I finish recording because I don't even know what that book is about. Um, That's interesting. I don't remember much about make a scene but i do remember it being very cute i would give it like a good three and a half stars out of five because it wasn't the like i remember everything about it but it didn't give me the much of a buzz that i wanted but i really really enjoyed it the cover is very pretty 
And like I said, POC leads matter. I think that you sometimes you just need to see black love that's not like your grandparents, you know? Like that matters. So yeah, make a scene was cute. Um, it started with the list, didn't really it was okay. It was really cute, concept was really cute. Execution was a little less. Um Oh, I read the Heartstopper books. Obviously, Heartstopper just came out. I might talk about that in another episode, but I don't really know. All I'm going to say is this. I really like that Alice Oseman, the writer of Heartstopper, Art, who was Heartstopper, of Heartstopper, wrote the show. I think that was a really nice touch because obviously you know the characters best. Um, so I really like that. And I really, I, I read the um, the first four volumes. I did not read Nick and Charlie. I did not read that. Um, but I read the first, the first four volumes. I liked it. I like it. I'm excited to see where season two comes because obviously Heartstopper just came out, but it's been like a hit. So everyone knows it's going to go to season two. Um, so yeah. And then, um, oh, Chloe, I don't know. Chloe Lees? Chloe Lies? I don't know. I don't feel like it's not Chloe Lies, but the author of Only When It's Us, Always Only You, Ever After Always, With You Forever, ate in her bag. Like when I tell you, she spoke to me. She told me, Destiny, I need you to read these books. And I said, yes, anything you want. Because they, they're they so good. The Bergman Brothers series, eight. I haven't read her other books, but those hit, okay? Those books, chef's kiss. They're, they're The lowest any of them have is a four out of five. So that should tell you everything you need to know, okay? Period. I reread Legend Born. Everyone knows Legend Born is my soul sister, soul mate. Five out of five, ten out of five, a billion out of five. Love that book to death. Don't even get me started. For the first time, I read Excuse Me While I Ugly Cry. That's me snapping, by the way. Ah! Very, very good. It really is a good book because it talks about being black in a predominantly white area, how that affects you, how it affects how you see blackness, what it means when you go around other black people who have been familiar with other black people. Talking about like being called an Oreo, talking about finding yourself being more comfortable in black culture if you're not like not like it's just so good it talks about racial relations but it's also it's just let me stop i'm getting flustered it talks about race relations it talks about relationship with yourself it talks about love it talks about secrets it talks about lying it's really good it a it's good okay it's really good um my pinterest board for it is very cute and i only make pinterest boards about books that i'm passionate about so period it was really good and then after that oh my god okay wait i read how moon fuentes fell in love with the universe and my life was transformed i love that book so much like i don't even know how to this moon fuentes is my best friend because how she's just so amazing her story is so good the author was so good so there's something really poetic about the way she writes I really love her writing style. It's something about so smooth and like calming and like nurturing while also talking about like really hard issues and talking about like ancestry and what it means to have your history be colonized, changed, transformed, how that changes your religion. It talks about family relations, like um, a couple other books that I've read. It talks about body, um, like body image. It talks about love. It talks about being in your like sister's like sibling shadow and just feeling like you're not enough being seen. It talks about so many good things. I love this book so much. A billion stars out of five like i love move with this because i just feel like that book like really touched my heart like i don't even know and if you don't like it i just can't rock with you because how do you not like that book how do you not like that book 
that book a that book was great fantastic amazing work of art i loved it and i love the love interest too because he was like grumpy but he was like really sensitive actually he was like really into her and i really liked that because she needed someone to support her but also wake her up when she's being stupid like hello i can't be you're just like i can't just be here to aid you in like your self-pity like i gotta wake you up but i'm also gonna be here for you if you need a shoulder to cry on like he was really like he was really good guy like Santiago was just so great and I really love that book I love that book so much I just read it a couple days ago actually maybe like two days ago and I just I might read it again because I really 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 love that book and then after that I read um, the first book by that author which was Cia Martinez in the moonlit beginning of everything which wasn't as good as Moon Fuentes to me because I just feel like I didn't connect with Sia as much plus Sia got some crazy stuff going on that book is more like sci-fi versus Moon Fuentes is more like a coming of age story however that writing style really saved it for me I really love the writing style of this author like it's just so good and it also talks about so many things like about being a teenage girl and being a person of color and being just like it's just just being I really love Moon Fuentes like I just can't I can't I can't not love it like hello this is the work of art and it really helped me out because like I said I've just been really stressed lately so I've been reading and Moon Fuentes like it's just been such a good book to read because it's not like it's a really calming book because there's still stuff going on in her life that can be stressful but it's like it helps you decompress because there are so many emotions going on with her that you feel okay with having emotions going on with you or at least I did I just really love that book and it helped the sister out through a, through a rough week for real. Like, because this week has been kind of rough. These past, like, three weeks have been kind of rough. And just reading that book, I loved it. Like, it's a part of me now. Like, I love that book. So, yeah. I, if you if you get nothing from this episode, what you need to know is you need to read Moon Fuentes. Because that book, perfect in my mind, in my heart. A billion stars. Like, yes. Yes. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> I got in a little rant. Who's surprised? Who's shocked? No one who listens to this podcast consistently is shocked, actually. But yeah, so I'm getting old. Recap. I'm getting old. I'm going to prom. I have to look at colleges. I have to get my life together. I think that's... Oh, and I've been reading books to cope with the fact that I'm growing ancient. And I'm stressed about it. So that was pretty much this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I know it's a little long, but I just missed recording i've been so stressed and busy and i haven't been able to record and i'm just so happy to finally be able to do so so yeah okay i'm so excited okay thank you so much for listening to this episode and here is my outro thank you for listening to an episode of melanated and educated if you would like to see more of the podcast you can follow the podcast on instagram at Melanated and Educated Podcast. If you would like to see more of the host, you can follow me on Instagram at Deslobu. That's D-E-S-L-I-L-B-O-O. Once again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed.